Hey everyone, welcome back to Bible Verse Breakdown. I'm your friend and Werewan Nomarin, and in this video, we are going to be breaking down what the psalmist stated in Psalm 113, verses 7 and 8, which reads, He raiseth up the poor out of the dust, and lifteth the needy out of the dunghill, that he may set him with princes, even with the princes of his people. In this video, we're going to really go into who those poor people really are and how God lifts them up. Like, what is God lifting them up from and how do they end up at the end? So, depending on how you look at poverty, the interpretation of this verse might be different. But if you look at poverty physically, then yes, the Bible makes it clear that God does care about the poor. If you look at when God was giving laws to the Israelites, there were laws dedicated to making sure that poor people were cared for, like in Exodus chapter 22, verses 25 to 27, and Deuteronomy chapter 24, verses 12 to 15. And we actually do have instances in the Bible when God lifted poor people up and they became rich. For example, think of someone like David. David wasn't king when he grew up. No, he wasn't the son of a king. He was a shepherd, actually you read for Samuel chapter 16, but then God lifted him up from that gradually until he became the king, not even of Judah, but of all Israel. If you read 2 Samuel chapter 7 verse 8 and 9, David reflected on that and he told God, I was just a shepherd and then you lifted me up and made me become like a king and you promised me that my sons would become kings too. So he was grateful for that. Another example is Mordecai. Mordecai wasn't a big man. He was just a Jew. And Jews were not like the top in the Persian kingdom. But then God Almighty abased Haman for his wickedness. He reaped what he sowed. According to Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 and 8. And then he lifted Mordecai up. And then he became like a prince in the kingdom. If you read Esther chapter 6, verses 1 to 14. So God can lift people up physically. However... This world, that is, the riches of this world, the honor, the fame, and so on, are just ephemeral. If you read First John chapter 2, verse 17. So, God Almighty, who lives from everlasting to everlasting, according to Psalm 90, verse 2, doesn't really care as much about whether we are rich or poor in this world than if we are spiritually rich or poor. He cares a lot about that. And if you look at the Bible, he's made many investments to try to lift people out of the spiritual poverty. Now, what poverty am I talking about exactly? Well, if you look at what Christ said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 3, he mentioned something, being poor in spirit. Now, we've made a whole separate verse breakdown to talk about that, so we won't dwell too much on that. But to be poor in spirit, or to be spiritually poor, is to have that need for God. Like, when you're poor physically, the way you need money no one needs to remind you that you need money. No, you see rich people driving their fancy cars, living in their big houses, right? Not needing to worry about money. You see that. And there's just that wish that you can, you don't even have to be like them. You just need to have somewhere to sleep and you just want to be comfortable financially. So there are people, rich and poor, who are interested in having that relationship with God, being close to God. They see all the things that are, some of you might be like this too, you see all the things that are going on in the world, the pain, the suffering, the competition, the inordinate ambition, the fear, 
of everything, the fear of death, the fear of all kinds of stuff. So when we want to be uplifted from that, where we don't need to worry about all those kinds of things, then that's how we are spiritually poor. And the Bible makes it clear that God can uplift us from all that. For example, if you look at Solomon, Solomon offered 1,000 bulls on the altar, if you read 2 Chronicles chapter 1, verse 6. And God was so pleased with him that after that, if you read 1 Kings chapter 3, from verses 3 to 15, he allowed Solomon to ask for whatever he wanted so that he would bless him with it. And Solomon asked for wisdom. It showed that he wasn't yearning for money. I mean, he was a king, obviously. But he was yearning for something spiritual. He wanted to know wisdom because he said, I am but a child. I know not how to go out or to come in. So he acknowledged that spiritual poverty within himself. And he wanted God to fill it. As the psalmist stated, open the mouth wide and I will fill it. That's Psalm 81 verse 10. So God can do that to us. And King Solomon gained more wisdom than practically anyone in his generation had. God can really uplift us like that. Another example is Daniel. Daniel was one of the people that Nebuchadnezzar took from Judah and brought to Babylon. And because he yearned for the wisdom of God and the knowledge of God, God lifted him up, blessed him with wisdom, understanding, and vision. If you read Daniel chapter 1, verse 17, and we read about what God gave to him as blessings. We use it to understand what's happening in our world today. All those things were given to Daniel as blessings for that yearning. So the fact of the matter is when we yearn for righteousness, the things of God, as Christ said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 6, then he will give us those things in abundance. And not, not just that, but in the world to come, which Christ is, con is constructing in our time, according to 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 13, in fulfillment of the signs of the times, if you read Matthew chapter 24, verses 6 and 7. A world without pain or suffering as we see it today. In that world, there will be no competition. There will be no standards we have to meet. There will be no place we need to get to just to feel comfortable. No, in that world, every place will be comfortable. Every place will have peace because it will be Christ taking full control over that place. So if we yearn for that, then God will uplift us so that in the world to come, then we will not have to worry about any of those things. We will live in eternal peace and happiness. If you read Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 to 5. And that is where I'm going to stop. I'm breaking down Psalm 113, verses 7 and 8, which once again reads, He raiseth up the poor out of the dust, and lifteth the needy out of the dunghill, that he may set him with princes, even with the princes of his people. Have a good day, and God bless you. Oh, one more thing. If you guys liked what you heard, feel free to share a voice message at https colon double slash anchor.fm slash verse breakdown slash message. Once again, that's https colon double slash anchor.fm slash verse breakdown slash message. Hope to see you there.